0: I am delighted to be joined by the superintendent of Wyndham Public Schools, Dr. Tracy Youngberg, our guest this morning. Tracy, good morning. Thank you for joining me for today. And, well, hot off the press is the school's budget passed on Tuesday. You've got to be pretty happy about that.
1: Good morning, Wayne. Thank you for having me. I am delighted about that. That is uh, really a big a big win for Wyndham Public Schools. Um, I think the community is really showing that they have responded to our Budget strategy of trying to be student-centered, uh, transparent, and making all of our decisions, thinking about the future, so sustainable decisions. So I have to also thank our Board of Finance and our Board of Education, in addition to my own team, um, because everyone is working together in support of kids, so the budget passing is a win for us, absolutely. This is the
0: fourth consecutive budget since you've been at the helm. And while COVID has helped, you're pretty proud of being four for four. What do you think this budget passing means to your students and your staff?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I love the statistics. Four for four is pretty awesome. I'm very proud of that. I, and I do acknowledge that COVID has helped us a great deal uh, having access to those additional funds. Um, I, what, the, what the budget passing means for us is we don't have to stress about what's going to happen next. We have a plan to keep moving forward. Um, the staffing structure will stay intact. We have what we need in terms of supplies. Um, so I feel like it's a continuation of the successes we've already experienced this year without having to worry about uh, what are we going to do now. So that's one of the things that I think the public doesn't realize that when a budget doesn't pass, um, you know, we're an organization. So our employees um, stress about what's going to happen next. And that is not healthy for, for the work environment. And, and it somehow spilled out to our kids as well, because anytime there's tension and stress in the air, that's, you know, palpable to any of the human beings. So it means a lot to our staff and students that this passed on the first go-around.
0: Is it a collaborative effort between the Board of Finance and the Board of Education?
1: Oh, you have absolutely no idea how important it is that those two boards are working together. Um, As I mentioned just a a minute ago, their collaborative efforts have made all the difference in the world. Um, I think the community actually sees that they're working together in support of students Uh, which wasn't always the case. So I'm really proud of the work that everyone's doing. Um, And Wyndham Public School students say thank you. Absolutely.
0: How about a shout-out for something that happened last night in Cheshire, the Connecticut High School Something actually. The Connecticut High School Coaches Association inducted its Hall of Fame class, and that class includes the Wyndham High 23rd-year wrestling coach, Patrick Risley. Tell us about Pat.
1: So Mr. Risley is the assistant principal at Wyndham High School, and, you know, he sort of... um, unofficial mayor of the town everyone knows pat risley we're incredibly proud of his induction into the hall of fame uh he's an incredible coach has some pretty decent stats himself so we're incredibly proud of um all that he's done for the wrestling program and the students at wyndham high school and we're incredibly proud of our athletic program uh you know all around we've had some amazing students you can go to our website to see some of their little stories all-conference awards, uh, scholar-athlete awards, winning seasons all around, we are definitely uh, continuing Wyndham's uh, reputation for having a stellar athletics program.
0: And aside from that, and by the way, Coach Risley is one of the all-time good guys, what else is new and exciting at Wyndham High School?
1: Have you driven by lately? It really is starting to shape up. It looks beautiful from the outside. So the renovation project continues. It's on time and on budget, which we're proud of. I have to give a big shout-out to the building committee and to the Wyndham High School staff and students. The building committee um, works tirelessly to make sure this project is moving forward. And the Wyndham High School staff and students have really been incredibly flexible. Uh, through You can imagine having a full-blown construction project going on around you as school is in session. They've had to make some pretty significant shifts as they close down a hallway to work on it or you know open up a new hallway. So I'm really proud of their flexibility. And if you haven't had a chance to come in, you really should try to set up a a walk through. It's absolutely beautiful inside.
0: Now, How do you do that, Tracy? Because you do have new security measures in place.
1: That's that's correct. The front entrance is just opened with some new security measures in place. Um, You would the the public, if they wanted to um, have a tour, would obviously be after hours when school is not in session. Um, We could set up the walkthroughs. You know the. The community actually, these are your buildings, so we could set that up. It won't happen during the school hours for obvious security reasons, but we can work that out. If they reach out to me, I can make that happen. A lot of our parents have seen pieces of the building because they're connected to the students inside, Um, and I know that we're working on trying to get the building committee through so they can see the progress we've made so far, Um, and we can definitely work with the public if they really had an interest in getting inside.
0: And speaking of security measures, can you recap what happened a few days ago with that shelter in place? I know it wasn't just Wyndham schools. It was several other schools and some not even in this state. But just recap what happened and how the school district responded to that potential threat.
1: So there, there were actually two things that were happening simultaneously. And, and one of the things that we're really struggling with is that information put out on social media, which may or may not be accurate, is taken as the truth or as an accurate statement and then shared. So that is working against us. So there was a social media threat about May 5th for schools. I believe it was a national threat that they deemed as being, um, you know, not accurate, um, not, I don't want to use the word hoax, but they deemed it as not a threat. It It was just someone posting something that was not linked to someone actually going to do something. Um, So that was happening. At the same time, there was an incident in the community, uh, in the Wyndham County community, that the state police asked both Wyndham Public Schools and surrounding areas to move into a shelter-in-place, which means that business goes on as usual inside our schools, but there is no letting anyone in or out, which is obviously still very, very scary and stressful um, for our students and staff. Um, But we were in a shelter-in-place the entire day. Uh, based on the state police r- recommendations. We learned on Monday that they actually apprehended the person they were searching for um, and uh, took measures. They don't won't go into details. The person happens to be a juvenile, but they took measures to make sure that the community is safe. None of the incidents that they were or the details that they were investigating were directed at Wyndham Public Schools. It just happened to be in the Wyndham County area, and, and obviously that's where all of our schools are. So um, it was a very uh, scary day for us. Um, And we are working through that and trying to figure out how to move forward each time we're asked to do something like shelter-in-place or lockdown based on police recommendations.
0: Dr. Youngberg, when you have a threat like that that causes security actions, what's the process for notifying the parents, the families, and the like to get the most current, up-to-date information out as timely as possible?
1: So we try to push out information as soon as we can. Um, We did communicate with the students, well, I I, I should say with the parents, and the staff members three times that day to try to give them information. Um, We first, obviously, when we're given a recommendation by the state police, we have to notify each of our schools. We do that very quickly um, through, you know, it's actually a text message that our principals get. They instantly know what to do in each of their buildings. um, And then we go to getting information uh, out to the public um, based on what we're allowed to share or if there's even, sometimes we don't have details to share so we put out as much information as we can. Um, we do it in an all-call system through our, uh, the system that we use to communicate with our families. Uh, we put it out on email. We put it out in our text messages. We have a, a school system text message system. We, we could potentially put information on our website, um, and, and that's what we do each time. So on Friday, we did three separate communications to try to you know, help uh, families understand what was going on, and staff members as well.
0: You talked about how people driving by on high street can see some of the changes that have taken place over the last couple of months, the last year or so, but maybe not as many people see what's going on behind the high school. Tell me about the first track meet that was held on the new turf field and track back on Wednesday.
1: Yes, we had a a track meet. I actually haven't even had a chance to discuss how we did in that track meet with our athletic director. That's on my list of things to do today, but we did host the first event there. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to get behind the high school and see the beautiful uh, new football field and track.
0: I have, and it's stunning. I think people ought to just take a, you know, maybe the drive in the parking lot on the south side of the school you can get a look at or the north side of the school. But uh, I'm looking forward to football games there in the fall or other sports.
1: Absolutely. We're so excited about it. And I believe there's actually a drone picture of the entire field on our website if people are interested. Um We had that entire field paid for by ESSER funds, which is the uh, funds that were given to the school district uh, to help us sort of build back better after COVID. And I would say, based on the the looks of that field, we have built back better. So I'm looking forward to many more winning seasons out there.
0: Accreditation is so important to all schools, NEASC accreditation, and you have achieved that. Just talk about how significant that is and how you did it.
1: So it definitely wasn't me. It was the leadership and the teaching staff at Wyndham High School. Uh, we have definitely um, removed or they have removed themselves from the warning list they were on for Nas accreditation. We learned that just a, a week or so ago, um, and I'll be updating the board on that at our next board meeting. Um, this is incredibly powerful work because there were a number of items that they had to work through to remove themselves from that warning list, and those Many of those same items were highlighted in our commissioner's network uh, work with the State, Depart- State Department of Education. We were also, Wyndham High School was also exited from that program um, with t- stellar results of, or examples of improvements in all the areas that were indicated. So we're really proud of Wyndham High School's work. Um, that staff really is focused on teaching and learning and moving that school to the next level.
0: Tuesday was the first annual Decision Day. What was that?
1: So it was really a nice ceremony. That was the class of 2023. All of our seniors walked across the street to Eastern Connecticut State University. They gave us a really fancy room in their student center and allowed us to have um, sort of spoil our seniors a little bit as they identified where they're planning to be, um, you know, what they're planning to do after high school. So we're really proud of that. We have some students going off. Many students going off to four-year colleges, many going off to two-year colleges. We have some who have chosen trade schools. We have some some that have chosen to enter right into the workforce. And we have some that have um, chosen to go into the military. So we're incredibly proud of all of their decisions and looking forward to watching the things that they do in the future. And along
0: those same lines, just looking to the next step in the process, you've had recent visits from folks from Electric Boat and Wyndham Hospital to talk about career opportunities.
1: Absolutely. So we're really looking at how do we develop in our students these marketable skills, whether those be uh, adaptive skills or technical skills. How do we prepare them to do whatever it is that they choose to do in the future? Uh, and so the high school has done an amazing job of partnering with some of our um, our community partners, like Electric Boat, like Wyndham Hospital, and they've brought in um, folks from these agencies to show our students just what's out there in terms of career options. Um, And, you know, some of those careers are connected after the students go to college, and some of them are careers that can be started right after high school. So Electric Boat actually had um, 17 of of our seniors applied to Electric Boat. And again, those are manufacturing jobs that pay a great deal of money and offer our students an opportunity to really set themselves up for, you know, a nice future. Uh, Wyndham Hospital has a number of jobs, and it was not just uh, the the medical portion of Wyndham Hospital, but all the agencies, or I should say all the departments within the hospital that help it to function. So they had a table for food services, which is, uh, you know, if you're interested in food services, you can work in a hospital. They had a table related to uh, the maintenance of the building, um, you know, all different facets of how Wyndham Hospital uh, can, can employ our, our students.
0: Tracy, you know, on July the 4th, we have the 38th annual WILI Boombox Parade, a parade that began in 86 because Wyndham High did not have a marching band. Am I hearing little birdies telling me that the marching and concert band is back in full force?
1: I am so excited about this, but we have a marching band and a concert band, and and we, are, um, we have been asked by parents to make sure that they that they perform more than they are, you know, that we get them out there because they're so good. They actually performed at our uh, first annual District Arts Expo, which happened at the end of March. We had both an elementary and a secondary night, um, and they performed, and the the audience was so excited by their performance. And I'm working with their director uh, in the whole music department at the high school to get them out and about. So we do actually have a marching band, and they're good. Well,
0: I expect no less. And we've talked a lot about Wyndham High this morning, but just talk about the other schools in the Wyndham district, including the Barrows STEM Academy. What are some of the new things and exciting things happening at those schools?
1: So Barrows was recognized this year for excellence in STEM education. Um, they were they were given an award from the International Technology and Engineering Association. So we're really impressed with their continued work. They're already on the U.S. News and World Report um, for. Best elementary school, best magnet school, and best middle school, so we're happy to have them on that list. And they, um, last year, earned the U.S. Department of Education's Green Ribbon School distinction. Um, Only a few schools across the country have earned that. So Barrows is chugging along and, um, you know, I guess grabbing a whole lot of accolades for their work in STEM education. Very proud of the Barrows students and staff.
0: And say a couple words about how all of your schools have increased their efforts to engage parents in their child's educational journey.
1: Absolutely. So it's really a focus for us is to make a true partnership between our parents and our schools. And each of our schools has a different way of doing that um, based on their, their parent community. We are really focused on Trying to open the doors, make it a more welcoming environment, and and help to have our parents understand that we need their help to get their their children through this educational journey. I myself have opened up a parent advisory group that has district representation, um, and we meet have been meeting monthly since January to really um, get an idea of how the parents are feeling about what's happening in our schools. Uh, we we are functioning. We're never in this gotcha mode where we're trying to find things wrong. What we're trying to do instead is to come to the table in a solutions-minded way. How might we listen to their feedback and figure out ways that we can get better at what we're doing so that everyone wins, and most especially so that our students win?
0: You've also had some interesting people visiting your Wyndham schools, including Congressman Joe Courtney. I'd like to hear about the recent visit from an FBI agent who gave a great presentation to the middle and high school students.
1: Yeah, so one of our teachers at Wyndham Middle School is connected to an FBI agent, so they were they asked this particular person to come and give a presentation to our Wyndham Middle School students, so we're really appreciative about that. And what we did was we asked Wyndham High School students who are currently taking a forensics course or have taken the forensics course at Wyndham High School to be a part of the presentation so that they could make the connection um, to have this experience and and potentially think about how this might be something they think about in their futures or, you know, a career option. So we're really happy that they're setting up these learning experiences and that we can do them across, uh, across schools.
0: And circling back to Wyndham High, tell me about commencement at Eastern for Wyndham High seniors on June 16th.
1: Yeah, so we're going back to Eastern Connecticut State University's gymnasium on June 16th. Uh, for their, for the class of 2023. Looking forward to that. We are, we are trying to make sure that it's a little cooler in the room than it was last year. We had some issues with the heat, um, but we are really excited about graduating uh, the class of 2023 on June
0: 16th. Tracy, I love your enthusiasm with good things going on in the Wyndham Public Schools. Thank you for joining me this morning.
1: Thank you so much for having me, and we'll talk soon.
0: I hope so. Dr. Tracy Youngberg, Superintendent of Wyndham Public Schools on 14 WILI Willimatic and 95.3 FM.